Stieber a 16-oson belül, lövés, gól! Gól! Eldölt a mérkőzés! On this very podcast at the start of this year, Chris and I both predicted French Boris would break down over the spring season and that Vidi would take advantage to steamroll their way past them, claim their second championship in a row. Three months on, the exact opposite has happened. This Saturday, Frodi, should they beat Honved or Vidi drop points to Pushkash Academia, will claim their 30th NB1 title and with three games to spare too. Welcome to the Hungarian Football Podcast and today we've actually invited someone onto the pod who might be able to predict something right for once. Welcome to the show, Gail Hope. Hi Tom. And of course we couldn't let Chris get away without having to face the music so he's here as well. Welcome to the show Chris. Hello, I brought my own cello. (laughs) It's the same with you Chris for now. Where did it go wrong for Vidi this spring? Uh, well, what do you mean wrong? They, they still have, they still have life and breath and there's four games left and you know, anything can happen. This is the MB one, but no, all kidding aside, they, um, uh, lost focus somewhere along the way. Um, you know, they're, they're a team that's been battling on all, all sorts of different fronts. They've actually had a pretty good record against Fradi. Um, uh, and they've, they've played fairly well i mean you know for a for a team that had to um put up with the pressure of repeating title playing in the europa league going as far as they have in the magyar Kupa, i think they've done fairly well uh for a team of their stature and um you know i i would have loved to have seen um uh my prediction work out because you know i'm i'm vain that way but quite honestly um we all expected Friday to um, bottle it a little bit and was what like they typically do and they didn't this time around and um, you know hats off to to Rebrov and his his team they've really come through and and, and done a really great job of remaining consistent and um, uh, and winning those games that they typically wouldn't win with Vidi I mean if you look at their last eight results they've been been really good obviously they've mm-hmm. only that blemish was uh, the Friday loss at the weekend um but before that it was the two games coming back from the um from the winter break where they lost both and both at home as well um do you what have you thought of Vidi this season Gail? I, I think they lost their way uh with Europe um I don't think they coped very well with the changing routines for the training the, all the extra games, all the extra travelling, because it's not just just about um, sort of going off and doing the games and coming back and doing the league. The whole training schedule is disrupted. Um, so you don't get your normal sort of Monday to Friday, 10am uh, to 1pm or whatever they do. Um, and I, I think that's where they lost their focus because they couldn't quite get they couldn't concentrate on both. Um, and I think perhaps next season, um, because they're going to qualify for Europe one way or the other, I think next season they will cope much better with balancing and or juggling um, both the domestic games and Europe. Because that, for me, is where they went wrong this season. Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good point because 
especially with Hungarian teams, they're not used to qualifying to to the group stages of either the Europa League or the Champions League. So having to balance and and they don't play midweek games either. Really, I mean, there's a few Magyar Cup games thrown in there, but you um, for Vidi, if they're playing a team who are in even below uh, anyone below Honved, they should beat them fairly comfortably with probably their yeah. second string. So it's not the same as playing in a European game at one on Wednesday and then playing on a on a Sunday. It's it, it's, it's 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 obviously going to be very tough. And then it's something that Frodi might be experiencing next season. Do you? Do either of you think that Frodi could um, can make it into Europe? Um, I think they have a much better chance with um, Rebroff as manager. Um, I think he's been the difference for them this season. Um, yes, I do. Chris? Yeah, I think so too. Um, I do think that um, Rebroff has brought in some players that have shown consistency uh, and grit. Um, there's a lot of players that, um, uh, like Dole brought in that, um, seemed good, but they were a glass cannons. You know, they seemed to come in, they had a little bit of a pedigree or, or, uh, you know, they could score or they were very technical, but they just didn't have the grit. And he's brought in players like, um, Harriton and Diwali who, uh, have really just shored up and given a lot of depth, which is what they're going to need, right, for a European run is is having the depth, the quality, the grit, all those things. Um, yeah, and I, I really see them making the group stages, maybe not in the Champions League, but uh, I would, I would, I would really bet that they would get at least into the uh, Europa League group stages with that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, agree. And 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 Rebrov, I think it's one of the reasons why they brought him in ahead of Dole, because obviously Dole won titles as well with Fodi. Um But Rebrov has had had experience in European competition as well, because he he guided um, Dynamo Kiev past the group stages in the Champions League, which is no mean feat, especially for a Ukrainian side in that competition. So I think he's got experience on the international stage. So it'll be it's going to be really interesting. I feel that Fodi have got a bit of a curse in Europe. Because um, they've had great sides down the down the years, and they've gone out to ridiculous teams. I can remember they lost to um, when they won the league title. They lost to um, the second t- best team in Albania in the first Champions League qualifying round, which was which was ridiculous. And that that team, Partizani, only were found out they were playing Frodi about six days before it happened because of some match fixing scandal that happened in Albania. It, it just seems that they've got a little bit of a curse, so it's going to be interesting to see whether they whether they step up next year. Do you do you guys think that they're going to be able to keep hold of their players? Do you think they're going to lose anyone in the summer? Uh, I've got um, <laughs> I've got a pretty big. You're talking about Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I and I've mentioned this a few times in my previews, and I I, I don't feel like. Um, uh, and this just 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 a thought, um, and what I've been sensing, but I don't feel like uh, Lanza Fama has got a really great relationship with Rebrov, and um, um, I see players that he's bringing into that club now. Is is Lanza Fama a, a good player? Yes. Is he a star player in the league? Absolutely. He showed that coming in, really hungry against Vidi on the weekend. But moving forward, he's he's really developing a team of his players, which I think include Sinjevic um, and um, 
um, you know, players like that. Um, and I don't know if he's going to be around, honestly. Um, I, I think he, he fits on that team. I think he works well with them. I also don't see um, uh, Boudet uh, coming back. I think he's kind of past it. He's, he's been sparingly used throughout the spring. Um, and um, I think Frimpong um, is really has lost the job. Unfortunately, he got injured. Um, at the beginning of the spring, and he was kind of rock solid there in the center of their of their uh, defense. But again, the volleys come in, and they've got uh, a number of players that I think that could take over from there. So, uh, a take that... to come back as well. What's he's that? In... A take bit to come back as well. He's been out injured pretty much all season. Right. Um, <clears throat> if there's even a place for him to come back to. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking because he was probably one of the better uh, defenders in the in the league last season, and he's now he's been out all, injured all all year. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to him when he comes back. Um, I know, Gail, you love you love Lanza Farmer. What, what do you think is going to happen to him in the summer? I don't know. He, he's. A I mean, I, I know you love him in the sense that you don't like him at all. <laughs> Actually, I do. I, I I love him as a player. I just um, wish he had learned to stay on his feet. Um, <laughs> If he put as much effort into playing the game as he does into uh, dodging sniper's bullets from Rose Ed, he would be absolutely amazing. He's a discipline problem. Um, and Rebroff doesn't seem to strike me as, A, a very easy man to get on with, and B, anyone who will suffer fools. Um, yeah, he's certainly he's, very cold, isn't he? He's very, very cold, very detached. Um, he, he's not your, I'm going to go over and put my arm around a player because he's, he's had a bit of a bad game. He's going to give him a roasting. Um, and I don't think, going on with what Chris said, I agree. I don't think those two have a good relationship because I think Lanza Farme needs to be the star of the show. Wherever he is, he needs to be top dog. He needs to be the boss man. Um, and have everything built round him like he did at Honved. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he likes not being top dog. And of course, Rebrov doesn't like uh, players who think they should be top dog. He wants people who are just committed to working for the team and the team alone. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And 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 he scored fourteen goals this season, which kind of surprised me because he. It, it feels like he's not had a great season to say it's his first year and and he doesn't seem to you uh, can see he's passionate as always but he doesn't seem to be as thriving as he was at Honved and I think that's a really good point that he wants when the team's not kind of built around him he's not going to thrive in that same sort of manner and there's a reason why Lanza Farmer with all his abilities playing in Hungary and that's one of the and that one of that reasons is is this discipline problem obviously hmm. a few years ago in his first spell with Honved we saw that falling out with Leandro Martinez where he got sent off for not letting Martinez take a penalty he's kind of that sort of character he also got done for match fixing when he was back in Italy as well so he's obviously a bit of a temperamental character but it's, it's, the thing is, it's going to be interesting to see if he actually does go. Like he's, he's obviously very um, relaxed and and probably quite attached to Budapest. Um, I mean, would he, do you think he's going to go back? Do you think he could go back to Hanved? I could see him going to Pushkas actually. Well, yeah, that's a good point. They've oh, got the money. They've got the money. They're the yeah. only, about the only other ones who can afford him. Fradi Vidi, 
Um, you know, you, you've got their squads are worth, what, roughly 17, 18 million. And then you've got everybody else is six million and below. And at the top of the other 10 is um, is Pushkas with mm. about nearly eight million. They're the only ones that I think could afford him. Um, he would be top dog there. Yeah. Um, and I think he would probably be able to click his fingers and get what he wants there. Whether it would do him any good is a completely different matter. I just can't imagine him playing in front of no fans every week. No, there's, there wouldn't be anyone to adore him, would there? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of a logical move, though, really. Um, moving on from, obviously, talking about London Farm for the whole show, um, how impressed have you been, Chris, with Sinjevic this season? Who's... Yeah, Sinjevic has been good, um, you know, since he's since he's gotten there. Um, I don't, I, maybe it's just me. I don't feel like um, he's gotten as much time as I thought he would. Um, you know, he seems to be coming in and out um, and has been, I'm just trying to think here. He's played uh, about nine out of the 11, but some of those he came on as, um, as a substitute. Um, you know, recently, I, I thought he was much, much better about halfway through the spring. And I feel like um, because of the cup and all that kind of stuff, he's been um, switching time. I think he's good. I think there's more to come from him. Um, I think, and this is why I think going into next summer and into the next season, if he's their go-to, I think he'll step up and he'll be, um, you know, a player that will get a lot more minutes and a lot more will be expected of him. And this is kind of his breaking in period. You know, I wouldn't say I'm, completely impressed with him but he definitely has quality and he definitely has that top striker mentality that I think um, this team will need if they don't have Lance Fon going into the summer. It's interesting because obviously he used to play for a really good team in Barte but mm -hmm. and, and this season he's already scored four. He hasn't scored more than four goals um, more than six goals in the campaign since 2014 in the Belarusian League which mm. is kind of crazy. Mm. Like, he is surrounded by some good players, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, but um, at Barte, he would have been as well because they've won the league about 13 years in a row. Yeah. So you'd, you'd probably expect him to be scoring more goals. But um, yeah, it's quite interesting to see his record's not that good, especially as a striker. Um, so if, if say, Frodi do let go of Lanza Farmer and Burden in, in, the, in next summer, they've not really got that much up front. As in, as in a, a pure striker. Yeah, um, I do think. Um, is it Nguyen Talkmek, the guy from? Um, yeah, the Norwegian geezer. Yeah, he um, he looked he looks really good up front, I, and I know he plays a more natural attack and midfield role, but I can see him as someone that he they could put up there. Um, you know, um, he he has that mentality, and boy, did he have a beautiful strike. Uh, that first goal against Vidi early on, um, you know, but, um, but yeah, you're right. Do they bring in somebody else? Um, you know, do they, do they, do they transform him into that kind of player? Be interesting, interesting to see. Um, so we spoke briefly about Vidi at the start. Um, they've made their Moggio Cup final. They also knocked out Frodi on the way, uh, and then battered their Retson in midweek. Um, 
Do you think? Do you make them favourites for the final against Honved Gale? Definitely. Um, Honved were lucky to get past. Um, however you pronounce it, so, Shara, so Shara, yeah. them, yeah. Um, <laughs> they scraped a two-one win in the first leg, um, and scraped a three-nil win two days ago. Um, it would not have surprised me to see them lose, to be honest. Um, I don't know what it is, but but they certainly didn't look a league above, shall we say. Um, and considering the strength and depth at, at, at Vidi, um, Vidi are, are, are pretty assured um, a European place. They can kind of relax a bit. The, the pressure's not on them. Um, this is now Honved's only way to to qualify for Europe or mm, the more likely way for them to qualify for, for Europe if they're going to make it. The pressure's all on them and I'm not entirely convinced that they will handle that pressure very well. They are a strange team though, aren't they? Because, I mean, they've had some well, quite bad results. They lost to, lost to Holodosh earlier, earlier this year. Um, so did Friday. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, but Hunved uh, are a weird team because they had they get really good results at times, and they've got players who can step up. But I don't know. Maybe in a one-off game. What do you think, like Chris? Well, I do think that um, uh, when it comes to big games, they do seem to show up quite a bit. Um, we saw that against Chelsea. Um, we've seen that against um, them playing in the cup, playing against Friday. Um Debrechen this week was interesting because Debrechen seemed to have all the cards stacked in their favor, yet, you know, there was no uh, Nikolic on the bench. There was no Juhas in center back. Um, in fact, they were missing a couple of players defensively, and they still grounded out. I mean, Debrechen had had the majority of the play. They had the majority of the chances, and, and Vidi found a way to um, to hold when they needed to and then push forward and, and score those goals. Um, and then to see uh, Sepovich come on like the Phantom of the Opera with the mask and draw that penalty at the end. I mean, I, I, I agree with Gail. I think that they're, they have nothing to lose. They're, they're in next year. They know where they're going to be. Um, and at this point, they're playing with house money and they can do whatever they want. Um, my guess is they'll, they'll kind of glide through. They really only need one win in their last four league games to secure second place. And they'll enter in the final fairly loose i would think i guess there is the the pressure though that that after winning the title last year um and probably expecting to do the same again they they haven't won anything this year so they they do have a bit of pressure of of having to win a cup to to make it a successful season really whereas honved are kind of the underdog in the tie um they maybe can go out there with a little bit of freedom obviously they have to win to to get into europe but but they are the weaker team in this game, so you never know. You never know. Um, I, I don't know it is why. After all, so. well, yeah, they, yeah. There we go. <laughs> True. I don't know why I have this faith in them, but I think David Groff's last game, top keeper, David Engog scoring goals in the cup this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is um, injured, so um, he needs to he needs to find fitness again. You know, the great Engog. All right. <laughs> um, 
there's more chance of the footballing god Danilo scoring a double hat trick. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, a legend! It um, is a legend. <laughs> so at the bottom, um, I was getting very excited last weekend, uh, the weekend before, when um, when Holodash really looked like they actually might get out of this pickle somehow. Um, but they it's lost the um, to Debrecen, probably unfairly, well, not unfairly, but they were they were quite unlucky to go down. Um, what have you kind of made of Holodash this this year, Gail? It's kind of kind of amazing how they even got within a sniff, really. They've had a very disappointing season, haven't they? Uh, for for a very very long time, um, and we all said what's it, four or five weeks ago when they suddenly went on that brilliant run um, and went from being dead and buried to being back within a shout, is it too little too late? And it might just be, but they're still in with a shout, um, a tiny, tiny shout. They've got a win um, on Saturday and, and, of course, they're playing Kishvada, who are one of the teams that they could conceivably um, overtake. Um, so that's going to be a huge match on Saturday um, for the bottom of the league. I, I it's difficult. I, I, I think they're probably dead and buried, sadly, because I like them. Um, you know, but I don't know. I don't know what's gone wrong with them. There's there's a lot of off field trouble, isn't there? And um, mm. I think that has perhaps affected. Um, Everything, you know, because it's affected transfers, it's affected wages, it's affected, um, well, everything. They're one of them teams, a bit like a bit like Sunderland, were when they were in the Premier League in England. That they, they, they always seem to look look like they're going to go down, and then somehow miraculously escape. A bit like Hamburg were actually in the Bundesliga mm. as well, where they where they just just they're always kind of there or thereabouts, but always kind of find a way out. But this year, they don't look like they're going to. And a bit like Sunderland, they're in financial pickle Strife. as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no so, guarantee they're even going to be around next season, is there, at the moment? That's, yeah, so, that's the problem. And and they kind of spent, they spent some biggish, like relatively big money in the in the transfer window. They obviously bought in Rui Pedro, who can't be on cheap wages because he was at Froddy and Froddy don't pay cheap wages. Mm. Uh, they got Thomas Priskin, who he must be on quite a bit of money as well. They signed uh, Salato in, in, uh, as well, who's, who's a Slovakian international. They, they've got a lot of players who I, I worry I worry about their, their wages and stuff. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went bust, which is very sad. <laughs> very sad. Um, uh, Chris, what have you kind of made of their comeback and, and their season in general? Well, they, they have quite a different team than, um, than they started with, haven't they? Um, I mean, we had names, uh, like you mentioned, Priskin, um, Peter Halmosi, Halmosi, he, um, you know, kind of, kind of went the wrong way, didn't he? Um, and, uh, and now you're right. I mean, I mean, Priskin probably has a big contract, but he, um, I don't see him sticking around. Um, he's been eclipsed. I think they've got a completely different team. Regi, uh, Ofusu came in, uh, you, like you mentioned, Cornel Salata came in. Rui Pedro, um, the Bulgarian, uh, Ivanov came in, um, and and they look a different team. They feel a different team when they're out there. I remember, um, you know, last last winter, um, end of the fall season, you just expected them to lose, um, 
and they, even when the great uh, Horvath came in, he, he could he didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's bringing in these new players. They are a completely different team. Their mindset's different. Um, and, and and if anyone can do it, I think I think Horvath can do it. Um, I do think they need to win three of four. I don't think that'll happen. Um, uh, I agree with Gail. This 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 weekend's match against Kishvarda is massive. And if they can win that game at um, Kishvarda, I mean that's a long trip. <laughs> this is their second road uh, uh, away game in a row. Uh, it's going to be a really really hard. But if they win that, they've got Poch the week after as well. Yeah, well, we'll look at look. They've got Poch, they got Mezikovej, and then mm. they, they finish with Vidi. And that may seem bad, but if you if you remember last year, Dioscior finished with Vidi when Vidi had nothing else to play for, and they they handed them uh, their and place. And Vidi will have the cup final the week after. Exactly. So I'm I'm thinking if they can get past Kishvarda here, um, it Pox. looks favorable. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Like really, Pox, Pox is a mess. I mean, Pox has yeah, has especially away from home as well, even more. Yeah, so. they have Kokshar and yeah. Gave both out um, for the season. They've had uh, a lot of discipline and injury issues. They're they're a mess. <laughs> they don't look good going into the last little bit, and they're in trouble as well. Um, they're dropping like a stone at the moment. Yeah, aren't they? they really yeah. are. They're only one point from safety, and they're playing MTK, Haldash, Kishvada, and Debrechen to finish the season, and that's not going to be easy because all of them are fighting for something. Mm. This this is the time when Haldash need to be playing them, really. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, for, for their own survival. Right. Um, it's a good then, time. And then we've got the Ozjaw, the only team that we haven't mentioned down there. What, what do you, what do you what, I mean, Gail, who do you think is going to go down? Mm, not who I want to. Um, <laughs> Pushkash is still around there. Just they are still that. around there. I, I mean, my bet at the beginning of the season was um, Pushkash and the Ozjaw. Um I'm I'm now thinking uh, Pox are going to probably be one of them. Um, hopefully, still push us. <laughs> that that that's that's a want, not a thinking. It will happen. Um, ask me after um, Saturday after the <laughs> Holodosh game because I think that's going to decide. I think if Holodosh win on Saturday. I think they will do enough to stay up. Um, now, whether they send um, Pushkash and Kishvada down or or Poch down, I don't know. I don't know. Look at look at the last four games that Pushkash have to play. They play Vidi away, Hanbet at home. home. Mm. Uh, yeah, we uh, we patched away and then Ooh. Friday at Grubama. I mean, they've got the worst running, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, but again, a lot of those teams, and we've said this before, uh, other than than probably Onbed and and Weepesh are probably going to be. Um, I, I don't think Vidi is going to be. Uh, maybe I mean they're they're they playing. They have to win tomorrow, though, Vidi. They do. Yeah, Vidi have to win tomorrow to keep on the title race. Right yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Unless force Friday beat. Uh, well, they have to because Friday the Friday game's later, isn't it? It's later yeah. in the day, so they they've got to go in and win tomorrow um, to force Friday to win. Yeah, Pushkas have had some good news. They've had some players come back. Um, they've had some players in good form. Um, 
Kamyati has come in and, and I mean, he's really, tr- I was watching the game, uh, the last game and, uh, they, especially with Hagedish back in, uh, center back. I mean, he had his best game since coming back last week. And, um, I mean, he really is a force back in the, in the central part of their defense. Um, they're not going to be an easy win for Vidi, I don't think, but you know, Pushkas has been really poor away from home. So yeah, it's hard to say. They've got the worst home record, haven't they? I think they might. Mm. They've got the worst home record. No, no, no away. No, sorry, away record. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say it'd be, it would make sense if they have the worst home record because they don't play in front of anyone. But oh, <laughs> you think that wouldn't affect them playing away from home, would you? We we apologize. Well, it is. It's what it is. It's a crowd. No, noise. we don't apologize at all. <laughs> it, no, no, you're missing my point. It puts them off. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, um, it's the crowd noise. It puts them off. They're not used to it. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. They're used to that <laughs> hollow atmosphere. Like they're exactly. playing in a park. A little bit of an echo. And streets <laughs> rustling. And... <laughs> oh, dear. Um, who else haven't we mentioned? Uh, MP Carr, Mezakovic. MP Carr could still go down, though. Oh, they're they're on they're on level with with Pushkas and and they look awful as well. Yeah, awful. Uh, MTK have been is... very disappointing, haven't they this season? Yeah, they started off really well as well, actually. Mm. I come them looking really good, and then and then all of a sudden, they kind of go on a bit of a bad run, and then they panic, press the uh, self destruct uh, Yeah, yeah, the self destruct button and the delete button, and get rid of their manager. They got rid of Istvan Istvan Baregi as well, poor lad. Um, More for them than they. Oh, do you two feel like they got rid of uh, Fesco, um, their, their manager Fesco too early? Definitely, I mean, yeah. Far too early. They got that, promoted that was, last season. Yeah, it was. I, I, there must be something else going on there because this new guy has what, what dropped four or five. Um, you know, I don't. He must have brought disease because they had the <laughs> issues a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Torgel, uh, Torgel is is injured and um, you know probably won't be playing this week as well. So. Things don't look good for them, and and yeah, we're talking about Pushkas, but they're both level on points, and they, they're what three points from relegation. Only three points, yeah. Four games to go. Um, the other thing we haven't talked about is the rest of the podium. We know um, the top two, but we've got a nice little uh, battle between um, Wepesh, Devretchen, and maybe even Hanbed. Mm. And who do you think is going to to get that third place? Because it, it could it could be very important that that Oyepes Debrecen battle because um, if Honved win the cup then only one of those two teams is going to make it into Europe. I think Lilac will win. On why, state, why? and I think we will finish in third. Why, Gail? Why? Because we've got the best manager. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well. Um, Don't edit that bit out because I'm going to make him listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I saw, I saw that, and, and we all knew Abina was out um, with that thigh injury. I think he's out for one more week. This is a bad week for him to be out. Um, hopefully, he'll be back for the derby. But, um, but Bojan Sankovic is also out. Apparently, uh, he's been massive for us defensively in front of the the back four. And um, um, yeah, I mean, this is a big big game this weekend for them uh, playing at home against Loki and I think that um, if they can win that game they're 
they're looking a lot better. We've um, got a very good home record. That's that's one thing. Great, we've got very, very good home record. Yeah, and hopefully Debrechen is a little tired. Um, Their away record isn't so good. Right, and from playing on Tuesday, um, you know that they gave it their all and they couldn't they couldn't win that, and they're frustrated. So hopefully all those things add up to a relaxed win. Mm, Debrecen have got quite an easy. Uh, they got Froddy away, which is always going to be tough. No, no, the thing is, uh, I know Froddy are probably going to have won the league by this weekend, but whoever plays them, they've still got to play against a very good side. And and even if Froddy like rests half, well, their whole team, they're still their second team is still going to be better than than almost everyone s- in there. They could send out their youth team, and it'd be better than some of the teams out there. It were like Christopher Zeretto, who they've, who they've signed mean, from Stoke, is a quality player, and he's he's like eighteen. Um, they've yeah. Got other, yeah, they've got other players who who are going to be decent. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they're always going to be a risk. I mean, the the thing is, sort of um, the video game. Um, I remember all all the comments on Twitter about look look who was sat on the bench um, for Friday, and it was kind of almost like. Rebrov wasn't taking it seriously, um, and boom, four one, and and you're just kind of like, well, it just shows what they're capable of as a t- as a team. They don't even need their their normal starting eleven. Mm-hmm. Well, like Chris said, they've got so much strength and depth, haven't they? Mm. I mean, like... they've got a fantastic squad. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, a Tigbird hasn't even barely played this season because he's been injured and. Absolute class act. They've got other players in there. Uh, Botka, not really seeing that much of him this season. Shigar's um, been up for a while too, and and you know he he was a massive part of their their midfield. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and, and then they and then they signed uh, like Spir- Spirovsky's missed quite a few games this season as well, and then they signed play- in the spring yet. There you go. And then, then they signed three or four players in the in the winter. I mean, what are they going to do in the summer? Like I said, what are they going to do if Lanza Farmer and Buddha leave? I mean, they're definitely going to make they they're definitely going to make some signings this summer. I'm sure. Of course they are. I think Buddha will go off into the um, into a coaching role this summer. I don't know. He's only 32 though. Is he? We've had... mm. Yeah, we've I mean, had... he looks a lot older. He's we'll had a very yeah, it just feels like he's been around run. forever. Um, yeah. I th- Maybe he'll go into the youth setup because I think he'd be very good in the youth setup. I think he was linked back to with a back with a move to Poch, but if they go down, then I can't see him going. No chance, is there? No, he's not going to drop a league. No, no, but that would be a ridiculous signing for them if they can if they can get him because I think still think he's arguably the best striker in the league. I just, I, 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 oh, I love him. He's he's, he's quality. He scores. He's like like when Rebrov first. Um, came and he was trying to phase Buddha out a bit and then every time Buddha was playing he was scoring it was like oh god he just, he's just so effective in this league just because he's so strong and he's a great finisher so it would be really sad if he if he left I can't imagine he's the type of player who will go abroad um, he also can't speak English um, because when when um, Leakins was there is a great quote um, he said um, they asked him what the tactics were before the game um, he got asked in the mix zone after the game and he said, I don't know, because no one translated what Leakins was saying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact. Um, so, um, and on, 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 
Sorry, what were you going to say, Chris? No, I was just going to say, did we get any questions from Twitter? I know you threw that out there. That is a good point. Um, oh, yeah, we did have one, which I remember off the top of my head. It was, um, will, will Dardai be, uh, w- would it be a wise choice to replace Rossi with Dardai? Uh, no. We'll go for you, Gail. No? No. Not right no. now, no. I think, um, I think Rossi is going to be a fantastic manager for the national team. He needs the time. Um, he's at the moment. He is still undoing uh, the damage done by Leakins. Um, and I know you came to me first because I'm I'm not Rossi's biggest fan, um, or wasn't when he was at Homebed. Um, no, I don't think so. I think Rossi needs to be given the time, and I think he needs to be given. Um, the chance to finish what he started. Indeed, I also think how the tables needs... have turned. I know, and yeah. I think he needs to be given more backing by um, the federation. Um, I mean, when Leakins was manager, um, the federation used to stop the MB1 an extra week early, yeah. so that Leakins could have two weeks with with the squad before games. They're not doing that with Rossi, and look at the the results that Rossi is getting in comparison to Leakins. I mean, okay, I'd probably get better results than Leakins did, but that's beside the point. He's he's working under um, harder circumstances than Leakins were, and he's already you you can see the difference in how the team are playing. Um, I think we've only really had one bad game under him, um, and no, I think he's going to be a good national team manager. I completely agree, actually, and I, I'm very scared that this Dardai, Dardai going from her to Berlin is going to really upset the apple car a little bit and 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 make fans a little bit more restless than they would have been about three or four weeks danger. ago. Because, there is that danger. Yeah, because obviously he did such a good job, and and he's he's almost like immortalised in Hungarian football because of what he did. Mm. So so any bad result people are just going to be like, oh, why don't we just get Dardai in, just scrap this project. But but then we've got to remember, he's the one that didn't want to sign on the dotted line permanently. Mm. So, and, and that's and, what other people will need to remember as well. He had the chance and chose Hertha. I understand why, because it was a poison chalice, but, um, you know, I think before people start throwing Rossi under the bus for him, um, they also need to remember that that it was his choice to walk away. Um, he didn't think he could work with with the national team. Um, and the only thing that's changed really since then is we've had leakings, and and you couldn't get any lower than that. Um, so anything is seen as an up now, isn't it? But mm, no, I'd I understand what you're saying. I'd keep Rossi. So, I don't think there's a rush either because we might as well just see, in my opinion, I think we might as well see how this kind of all pans out with Rossi. Give him, give him substantial backing, like you say, like he's not getting the two-week trading camps which which Stork and and Leakins were given before, um, and see how it pans out. If if it goes disastrously, um, then by all means bring Dardai in. But there's no mm-hmm. rush. Like he's going to be. I think he said he's going to uh, want to be at uh, Dardai. I think he wants to take a rest for a year. So I think he's going to be out of work till about 2020. So no point of rushing him in 
to get rid of a manager who who may end up being really good. Like we yeah. saw against Croatia, how how good Hungary could be under under Rossi. So I don't. That's see one why of the best performances the we've seen for a long time, isn't it? Yeah, that Croatia game. They were the, they, um, I will point out I was the only one to um, actually predict that score. That is barbaric to predict that score, in my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> female logic, but <laughs> it was. What you know, I, yeah, I, I'd keep him. What about you, Chris? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I don't guess I don't have too much of a, a strong opinion on that. I, I didn't know much about Dardai until I saw all the news and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it just is basic common sense that you give the guy who's producing the results um, the time. And even if they didn't um, win against Croatia, I still think you know, giving the guy a contract, you've got to give him some time to to bed in and like Gail said, undo a lot of the un, uh, unhealthy stuff that was already uh, in the national team. So I think they're on the right track. I think I think it's kind of a non-issue. I think that he'll um, uh, Rossi will show that he's moving them in the right direction. And I think he already has, um, you know, he doesn't have much to quote unquote prove uh, because they were really not going anywhere. And he's, he's now turned them into a little bit of a, uh, of an interesting marker here um, in the group where they're at. Um, so, yeah, that's I agree with you guys, both of you. Cool. But I would so, have liked to ask the question about. Um, no, go ahead. You were going to say something. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go. No, no. I, 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 I'd like to get back to the league a little bit and ask about the Lesina Traore uh, experiment that, <laughs> that uh, we've had. We've had some interesting conversation about this guy. Um, who definitely has the physique. He definitely has uh, been involved in the right clubs. But He's got an ear infection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he has such... I, I was hopeful for them, thinking, oh, we're locked into third with this guy up front. But I, he plays like he's half his size when he's out there almost like he doesn't realize that that he could stand strong one touch and he's over um and i think mm-hmm. even uh um you know his his manager mentioned that in uh, to the press that um you know he's he may might play a little selfish and uh it's a little easy to go over i mean that, what i wanted you i wanted to hear what you thought tom of this player coming into this league and his performances so far, because quite honestly, uh, other than the penalties he scored, which they're not giving him anymore because of his burgeoning reputation. Um, where do you see him uh, with this club next year, if he's going to be with this club and, and, and how he's fared so far? Uh, it's, it's an interesting question. He, he's, oh, he's such an enigma. I can remember seeing him when he was at Klugen in Romania and he was like, because he was the big tree, like he was just this this absolute just man mountain who, who could play football and finish goals. And he was kind of the envy of Europe at one point when when he was at, um, when he was in Russia, he signed for Angie back when Dujak went to Angie. He was part of that that crazy project where they signed Roberto Carlos, they signed Sammy Leto. And they signed Dujak, who was one of um, <laughs> the world's most sought-after players at the, at the time. Uh, and they signed Lasina Traore. Um, and Traore actually did well there. It was weird. Like, like, and he was quite young still at this point. Then he went to Monaco um, when they had a load of money. So he was still like this, this, this <coughs> sought-after player. And then 
five years later he ends up in Hungary. Like, there's all there's always a reason why a player ends up in Hungary, in my opinion. Like, it's the same with Dav- it's the same with David Ngog, isn't it? Like, he's got this reputation of 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 being an ex Liverpool player and 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 playing um, in Champions Leagues and stuff like that, and then and then he ends up at Hunved. And this geezer, like he was at Everton not that long ago. Um, he was playing in La Liga, I think, two or three years ago. And now he's at all your best. And it must be in mentality. I mean, he's 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 clearly got the ability because he, he wouldn't have scored goals in, in Russia because Russia's obviously quite a good league. He wouldn't have got a move to Monaco when they had all that money. Um, when they were signing players, I don't know, like Falcao and and stuff like that, and like, I don't know. I don't know how you how you, how do you solve a problem like that? How do you solve a problem like Maria or Lesina in this case? I, it, it's all on your mate, I think, Gail. He's got he's, to solve the problem. He he's a bit like a, a, a sort of adult version of Diarra, isn't he, at the moment? Mm. Um, I mean, the <laughs> the one thing I I love with him is how he calls the team to him. You know, after a goal, he sort of calls everyone in. He's He's got a very great team mentality in that respect. Mm. But the last two weeks, and I know it is frustrating, the manager, it, it, it's the, the snipers in Rose Ed. Um, I mean, we've got some great snipers in Hungary. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, they've got him every single time. Um, and it's a shame because he's not showing what he can do. Because um, he's too busy tripping over his feet, yeah. um, and it, it, it's disappointing. I'm I'm finding that disappointing at the moment because I had great hopes for him, and there he is, that sniper in Rosehead got him again. It's good. It's, yeah, it's... and 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 I think that's going to be a huge question moving forward for Weepfest um, going into Europe if they in fact get there. Is who are they going to have leading the line? You know, you had Tischler who's gone. You had Novotny, who's gone. He's only on loan. Well, yeah. um, Technically. Technically. um, You know, I wonder. And even so, he had a a tepid season, you know, kind of off again, on again. And I I know how much you like him, Gail, but... I I I love him, too. Yeah, great great person, great player, but just not very consistent, at least this season. Who, Who can they get? going forward where that's going to be able to lead the line and we see this a lot too in well, so you can um, have lanza you can yeah, have a contest yeah. with um if, if, if they could afford them for sure but we see this a lot in hungary where there's a lot of teams that don't have um you know someone who's really just leading the line and scoring backs of goals um i, I can name a number of clubs in mb1 why why is that an issue why why isn't there why is there a striker problem in hungary I think I think it's probably the hardest position to find, isn't it? Like it, it, it's it's all right having these players who uh, I don't know, young players who are technically gifted and and um, uh, and and a, a bit stodgy when it comes to the point that matters, where the end end product isn't that great. But when you kind of find a player who who and and, and a lot of teams are kind of buying younger players. Um, because that's kind of the way you have to kind of operate. Um, it, 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 once you kind of find a player who's scoring loads of goals, they're going to move straight away because they 
if, if that's what people obviously that's what's sought after isn't it the goal is the end product that's what's most important and when obviously you get it with someone like Lanza Farmer but there's a reason like I said earlier there's a reason why he's in Hungary it's because of his discipline problem and then you have other players I guess like Buda who who were just Hungarian and and and, and want to stay in Hungary I don't know it's, it's, it's a difficult question but like I mean, looking you down the list, looking down the list of of the sort of the season's top goal scorers, there's a lot of there seems to be a few sort of wingers more than forwards almost. Mm. Yeah, there's um, a real striker problem. There is a real striker problem in Hungary in general, isn't there? Mm. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see what food touches like next year because I mean, she's surely going to start. Starting every game, he scored a great goal in midweek, didn't he? Um, Do you think he'll stay? Futach. Futach, Marco for for Vidi, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I think Vidi need him really. Do um, I, I think it's probably about his level as well. Um, I don't I don't see I don't see why he wouldn't. I, I surely they don't want to keep Shepovich um, ahead of him. Um, and if if they want to compete next season, I think they've got to got to play food touch every game. I think he's, I think he's that that important. Uh, I think he, he can be that good as well. We we saw in Croatia when he was at Hajduk Split before he got that really bad injury. How how effective he can be, um, like right foot, left foot header. He's a bit cumbersome at times, but I think he's a really good player. Yeah. Yeah, I think he came in with the expectation that he was going to. Um slotted in fairly easily and he had a kind of a rude awakening um i don't think that he got on really well with the manager at first but yeah i think i think he's come around um and uh i'd like to see him back i'd like to see him reach his potential there um that that'll be an interesting summer uh um, story to watch though i'd argue that's probably that's if you look at, I'm just looking at his games now. He didn't start in the league um, for um, for Vidi until his sixth game, the sixth game back from the winter break, right. and and he scored in that game, and then started the next two, didn't score, and then he he scored against Oyepest, and then obviously scored in both legs against the Bretson in the cup. Like I mean, they they Even lost. Even couldn't score in the cup. Well, that's true, but at least they were against a proper team well, rather than an MB2 team. Fair enough. No offence to Sharp Shaw fans. <laughs> All them Sharp Shaw fans listening, sorry. Um, but but when in in games, if he'd have maybe played from the start, he could have been in even better form. Uh, well, I say even better. He's only scored two goals in, in the league. But I don't know. I think that's... I, I, I thought he was going to be brought in with the sole purpose of being the main striker ahead of Shepovic, but Clearly not. And I guess Nikolic knows better than me because he did. He has done quite a good job at Vidi so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we are uh, not pressed for time because we can go as long as we want. But we have we have been going for about fifty minutes now. Um, so in terms of wrapping up, how is the season going to end? Uh, oh, we know who's going to win the league, don't we? Who's going to yeah. finish third and fourth? Um, we kind of gone for it, but we might as well go for it properly. Um, we'll go for you, Gail, first. Uh, we pushed third. Well, um, why, why, why don't you go all the way down the table? Go from the start. 
Oh, okay. Get that table up on your computer uh, screen. Yeah, I've got it here. Right. Friday 1st, obviously. Mm. Um, and fully deserved, I'm going to say. I thought yeah. I think they've been magnificent this season. Um, Vidi second. Weepesh third. Lockie fourth. Kishpesh in, in fifth. Oh, this bottom half of the table, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Mezzo will probably stay where they are in sixth. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I, I'm going to be very, very brave here. I'm going to go from 12th, Poch, Pox, Poch, however you pronounce it. Kishvada in, uh, no, Pushkash in 11th. Mm. Holly up to 10th, just, just, you know, for us. The boys. Um, Kishvada and whoever I've missed now, MT Kara, they can, they can stay in 7th. They can keep 7th. <laughs> Sweet. Chris? Um, yeah, one, <laughs> <laughs> one, two, Friday and Vidi. Um, I'm going to say Debrechen finishes third. Um, that, I'm sticking with what I said at the beginning of the season, um, and I think I think they'll do it. Um, I think I think Weepesh comes in fourth, and Hanbed comes in fifth. Um, looking at the bottom seven, uh, hmm, let's just say. Um, <laughs> You know, I've been really, really impressed. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a long way here. Kish Varda is gonna finish in sixth. No way. Whoa. Yep. Um, and then I think Mezzo they have Dad, got the best goalkeeper in the league, or one of the best goalkeepers in the league, to be and fair. They, and then they really have turned it on. Um, I'm telling you, this Stavros Sugalis guy is is amazing. I keep saying this name, but he has been so. I, I don't know if you guys watch the games. But he has been so impressive for me for that team, and has really brought to life that entire team. It's it's amazing. Hmm. They're they're gonna miss um, uh, Lucas this weekend, but if they can get past um, Haladash, and they've got a fairly good run towards the end. I'm okay. So that's that's my big. I really uh, like that Hugo Seco guy as well. That Portuguese lad. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done well. Uh, they, as they've well. got quality like everywhere. I mean. Yeah, I, I can remember when they signed that Romanian geezer. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I asked, I asked Emmy, who's a um, Romanian expert. I said, I said, well, just who was about to sign? I said, um, have you heard of this guy? And he's like, yeah, he's quality. He's going to sign for Sparta Prague or something. And I was like, he's, re- he's rumored to be going to Kishvard in Hungary. And he was like, what? That's not going to happen. And then he ends up there. <laughs> like, like what? Like this kid's supposed to be class. Well, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Carry on. Oh, uh, sorry. So I'm I'm gonna say that Kishvarda uh, has a nice run. They win three of the last four. They end up in in sixth. And then we'll say Mezhukovej, uh seventh. I'm gonna say Pushkas in eighth. Um, Diazgior, uh, is that right? Yeah, Diazgior in ninth. Um, MTK in tenth. Pax and then Haladash. Sorry. And Mogyar Cup of Final. Measure of No. Oh, I can't pick them anymore, can I? Talk on it. <laughs> I told you I'd stick with them to the end. 
Viddy. I think Viddy will win it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a consensus. That's a consensus to end the show with. Thank you for joining us, Gail. You're welcome. And thank you for joining us, Chris. As always, pleasure. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.